Welcome back to the Sports Season Podcast. I'm your host, John Contreras, with with my co-host and good friend. Adam Garcia. And we're back. We're back again. Like, part where that is, it's kind of no... Like, yeah, just finals. Just, like, we've been gone because of... Just more because of school and the more um, just no news at all, like no like actual things that we can that we we can talk about in, in the sports world besides like what we're gonna talk about right now. And yeah, this I think this should be fun for us because we are we are back in in well we're back recording and the last time we did this was. I think almost two, two and a half months ago, at least I think so, and we recorded a quick episode about the draft, and what we also forgot to do was, it's our, we also missed our one year anniversary. That is very true. Uh, Yep. We, we, We let you guys down on that, but we're, we're, we're still here to celebrate though, even though we're a couple months late. Mm-hmm. It was a great year in 2020, 2021. Hopefully, we'll, we're going to make this better. Stay consistent with this. Yep. Just wear your mask and, yeah, <laughs> and get vaccinated. I think COVID's over almost, basically. Right? <laughs> yeah. All right, well, now we're done with like, with the real stuff. Now, now, now we got to get back into sports. All right, time for some sports talk here. All right. So, the NFL draft, um, we get it, it's kind of old, but, you know, it's one of the best times of the year to be a sports fan just in general, especially if you're a football fan. So, we're going to go over it, grade every team's draft pick, like how we did, I think it was episode one or two, like, yeah, it was for our one. first one. It was yeah. one, and we, and also our most popular episode, and also an episode we don't talk about. Yeah, yeah. Also, along learning with process of that, you know, yes. we've come a long way since then. Yes. Also, number two, like we don't talk about those episodes ever, even though they're our most popular ones. I just think so. Yeah, you know, but again, you know, come far from that. You know, we're yep, different yep. now. Yeah. Just all right. All right. Now let's get back into the sports. All right. So let's start off with the Cardinals again. Like last year, we're gonna go in order by this uh, the team city. All right, but for Arizona, okay, but okay. Well, we're gonna grade every team's draft like how we did in the first episode. Yeah. All right. Start off with Arizona. All right. So their number one overall pick in the first round, they took Zayvon Collins, the linebacker out of Tulsa. In the second round, they got wide receiver out of Purdue, Rondell Moore, and they did not have a third. And then in the fourth, they took cornerback Marco Wilson. And then it's just a bunch of sixth and seventh round draft picks, basically. Yeah. So, so what? So, so what I think of this is that, like, I think Zayvon Collins can be a good linebacker. He, he, I think he has, well, has the versatility and I think has the agility to do that, like the athleticism, good tackler, in my opinion. 
and they got Ronda Moore, which was a steal for like the mid-second round because I, because I think Ronda Moore like in a normal draft, I think, well, in my opinion, would have gone in probably like late first, early second. But they got him in. But they got him in the mid second. I think that's and I think that's a steal for them. Marco Wilson, he was a good cornerback in Florida until he threw a shoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Us Florida fans don't talk about him, and we hate him for that. And then there's just a bunch of depth guys, like Tay Gowan. Like, like there's some depth guys. Yeah. What do you think you're gonna give this as a I, I think I think I think just on the first two picks alone, I'm gonna give it a B. Yeah, all right. All right. Well, continuing what you said, I think Zayvon Collins was a phenomenal pick for them. You know that linebacker presence that they have now with Chandler Jones and JJ Watt on that team. He's gonna be a freak of nature, learning from them too. The future of Arizona, hopefully. Rondell Moore, maybe people remember, but he was the number one receiver technically about two years ago, and then he had that nasty injury. Very, very nasty injury. But still went in the mid-second, and now is on Arizona. And then Marco Wilson, yep, the shoe thing. Uh, Yeah, we don't mention that. All right. So now my grade for the Cardinals, I'm gonna give them a B on the nose. All right, next, go to Atlanta. Atlanta with their number one overall pick in the first round, they took tight end out of Florida, Kyle Pitts. Then in the second, they got the safety out of UCF, Richie Grant. In the third, Michigan's offensive tackle, Jalen Mayfield. In the fourth, Darren Hall out of San Diego State. And then again in the fourth with their other pick, they went with Drew Dallaman out of Stanford, the center. All right, so let's just get the offense out of the room. Kyle Pitts, he, he is a freaking nature. Like, he is literally, okay, well, if he is good, he's really going to redefine the tight end position, in my opinion. The athleticism, like the hop, so... Like what this like this man like what can this man not do like he's like 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 so good at at, at Florida like just that connection with, with Kyle Trask like it was so fun to watch <laughs> and Lily he can play the receiver like six six I think two hundred and eighty pounds right no two hundred forty five pounds yeah two hundred forty five pounds like that's it that's gonna be hard to guard almost like almost Gronk size in my opinion. Oh yeah, uh-huh. and that, that that's just gonna be it. like that. That offense, like that Atlanta offense, this is gonna be fun to watch. Well, now that they don't have Julio, it's just it's just gonna be like Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts. And yeah, I'm actually really excited to see them two together. So, what is your letter grade? Well, I mean, I'm not done with mine yet. Um, Richie Grant, I, I think he, I think he was a good safety at, at UCF. Um, good coverage guy, in my opinion. Like he got, they got picked because they because Keanu because they lost Keanu Neal, which got signed by the Cowboys. And then Jalen Mayfield, I like good good tackle depth. He looked he looked very good at, at Michigan from what I saw. 
and Taquan Graham looked yeah, okay at the defensive tackle. Like he did bring a lot of pressure, but not last sacks. And well, yeah, that's that's kind of good in my opinion. So I, I would give it. I'll probably give it like a B plus for the Falcons. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna continue on again. What you said about Kyle Pitts? I mean, I don't see a weakness in this guy. He's 6'6", 245. He's going to go up and moss you. He's fast. He's really, really fast for his size. Like, almost a Darren Waller type speed. That's incredible for him. He's an amazing blocker. I mean, like, what can't this guy do? In my opinion, he was the number two overall prospect in this draft. And for him to go to number four... Steal for Atlanta right there. Just hope his career just uh, doesn't end up bad. All right. Richie Grant. I personally had him as safety number two. Um, behind uh, Trayvon Morig. Man. Again, I can add on Richie Grant. Six foot, 197. A good safety. Long arms. I mean, it's going to be perfect for them out in Atlanta, especially since they lost Keanu Neal, as you said. And then last, I'll touch on Jalen Mayfield. I had him going in the first round, a couple of my mock drafts. Then, of course, he's fallen off just a little bit. And then went on in the third round. I think that's actually a really good pick for them. And my grade for the Falcons, I'm going to go with the B plus as well. Okay. All right. All right. Moving on to Baltimore. So now with their first round pick, they took wide receiver out of Minnesota, Rashad Bateman. And then with their other pick that they traded from Kansas City with the Orlando Brown trade, uh, they got Odafeo Wynn, the linebacker out of Penn State. And then with their third round pick, they took Ben Cleveland, the guard out of Georgia. And with their last third round pick, they took Brandon Stevens, the SMU cornerback. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I think, well, the Ravens needed wide receivers, and they got that. Well, they got that in their first draft pick with Rashad Bayman, which I think he was very, very good at, at Minnesota. Good route runner. Like a good route runner, I think he has good hands. He has a big physical frame. I think that was just a good pick, and I think, like, in my opinion, I think the Ravens like receiving situation is so bad that they probably should pick like another wide receiver in the first round. But one is good enough, in my opinion. And then Ofeo Way, aka Jason Oa, like he did not get any sacks. Has has a has a rushing linebacker slash a defensive lineman. He literally just got picked off of talent and potential alone because of athleticism, the finesse moves and all that. Like that is promising though. That that really is that really can be a thing like like a thing in the NFL. Like he can be someone that's good with, with all that talent and potential. That's why he got picked there. And then I'm gonna touch on Tylen Tylen Wallace, which he was a very good wide receiver in Oklahoma State, like kind of underrated in college, in my opinion. Was very good at the senior in senior bowl. He was one of the most uncoverable guys in the senior bowl. You can ask the corners, and then Sean Wade, which 
if you don't remember, which if you remember, he was considered a first round pick, like one of the top guys. And then, then throughout the year, he, he kept falling off, had a bad year, and then fell this bad to a sixth round pick. And that's just really disappointing. But I, I think I think for the sixth round, I th- like Sean Wade was very talented in my opinion, and it's just it just sucked that he fell off. And I, I think that was a steal for the Ravens. And uh, I'm gonna give the Ravens an, an A. All right, my opinion: the Ravens got yes wide receiver number five in the draft. Rashad Bateman, I think, is nuts. I mean, his route running is unbelievable. His hands, he barely drops anything. He's just a freak of nature. And he's going to be really good for Lamar out there. Glad for him. Odafe away, again, like I said, very, very high ceiling with him. Because, I mean, like his length is just... His length and his quickness are just unmatched. They're unbelievable for a guy his size. And, well, the Ravens drafted him at the end of the first, so they're expecting big things from him. And then, yeah, I completely forgot they drafted Tylen Wallace and Sean Wade as well. Both were projected first-round picks at the start of the year. Sean Wade has proved that he can only be a slot cornerback. So there's your slot cornerback right there for the Ravens. He'll add on with Humphrey and Marcus Peters. I don't think that's a bad cornerback trio right there. And then Tylen Wallace, you got another another receiver for Lamar out there. And, well, that's basically what you need because this receiving court is bad. All right, next, move on to Buffalo. You, did, you, you, you didn't grade. Oh, even. I am not grading. Um, I'm going to go with a A-. minus. All right, Buffalo. With their pick, the 30th, they went with Gregory Rousseau, the linebacker slash defensive end out of Miami. Then in the second, they got Wake Forest's Carlos Basham. And then in the third, Spencer Brown. Yeah, I don't really see nothing else here that catches my eye. All right. Well, Gregory Rousseau, like as you remember, he was considered like one of the best, one of the best prospects at the start of the year. Like, like probably like a top ten pick, top five, even maybe. He he looked very good before, before I, um he had a bad year and I think got injured, right? Yes. Yeah, he got he got injured for probably the whole year, and because of that and. Uh, and, and he had a bad combine, if I remember that correctly, right? I actually don't think he got hurt. I think he just uh, skipped the year, I think. Well, I think the yeah. combine, yeah, he had a bad one. Well, like, bad pro day. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, like, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, well, he skipped the year and then had a bad pro day, which which plummeted his stock. And and he was originally, well, people thought he was going to be a second, but he wasn't. And from, from the tape I've seen, he looked... Very disappointing. <laughs> I'll say that. Like he had 15 sacks and like he only had the like he only had like probably like one or two games that were good in the, in that season, in my opinion. Just uh, like it, f- it felt like um, he didn't really have that much of an impact, like on on my for defense. But yeah. I just felt like it was a bad first round pick, in my opinion. But... 
But the Bills chose him, so they, the Bills probably like they probably know more than us. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Basham, he, like it was originally gonna be like earlier, like it was gonna be a late first round pick, in my opinion. But then he fell off because because there's some there's better guys like over him, like as I said, Gregory Rousseau and Jason Oe. But but Basham, but but don't but over, but don't overshadow like Carlos Basham. It, he's a good he's a good he's, he's a good DN. <laughs> I don't know why I was struggling to say that. But he has he has he has good finesse moves. He he's quick with those hands, and yeah, he looked pretty good from in Wake Forest. And, and that's really all I have to say. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give the Bills probably a C. C. Um, I'm gonna actually agree with you. Um, Gregory Rousseau. Um, he looked pretty good from what I saw, but you know really only good for one year that one amazing year the 15 sacks and i i don't think that's a first round talent i didn't have him going in the first oh, round i didn't think he was top five at his position and i mean the dn position was in this draft but i don't think he was close to top five not even a first round pick so i see this being a little bit of a reach right here on gregory Rousseau. But they're going for, again, his high development, high talent is what they're projecting it to be. Because, again, he did have that season with 15 sacks. And then I'll touch on Carlos Basham. Again, another defensive end, Jerry Hughes, getting up there in the age. Now, I, I really think Carlos Basham might be better than Russo. They got him at a better pick than that. I don't know. I just think Russo was so overdrafted. <laughs> But Carlos Basham is a good player, though. Him and Russo, hopefully the Bills get something there and have your Jerry Hughes replacement out there. My grade for the Bills, I'm going to go with a... I'm going to go with a C-. minus. All right. To Carolina. Carolina, with their eighth overall pick in the first round, they took South Carolina's cornerback, J.C. Horn, and then in the second, they took LSU's Terrence Marshall, then in the third, Brady Christensen, Chuba Hubbard in the fourth, and then Deontay Brown in the sixth. Right, okay. Um, J.C. Horn, am I scouting of him from, from tape? He looked, in my opinion, you can, you can probably disagree with this. I think he looked probably, in my opinion, a little bit better than than Patrick Sertan. Uh, I know you'll probably disagree with this, Adam, but I, I just I just like I just like the physical pre- the pressness of JC Horn. Like like he he's a quarterback that that he'll get in your head. Like he'll try to frustrate you all game and get in your head, almost like Richard Sherman, like like prime Richard Sherman, not this Richard Sherman that. That's fine right now, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think JC Horn was very good, very good ball, ball skills, very physical corner, and, and you can get in your head. So, I, I and in my opinion, what was a little bit better than Sertan. And then we got T- Terrence Marshall, which was a steal in the second round because I thought it was going to be a late first round pick, but that was a steal for that was a steal for the Panthers. They need wide, they need wide receivers, but well, like, besides, like. DJ Moore and, Br- and 
yeah. <laughs> Besides DJ Moore and all that, I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting the other. I'm forgetting the other one. Robbie Anderson. Yeah, Robbie Anderson. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I forgot about him. Robbie Anderson. Like then, then you know, there's here's and that. Like they need a third option, and I think Torres Marshall kid could be like could be that. He was very good, very good at LSU. Chuba Hubbard, very good run back up. Oklahoma State, very quick, in my opinion. And, um, yeah, he just looked like a good running back, in my opinion. And I'm, I'm going to give the Panthers a, a B-. minus. Well, actually, no, I'm going to change that to an, to an A-. minus. Wow. All right. Jay, I mean, it was literally between him and Sertain for the best cornerback. Yeah, I, I think it was Patrick Sertain, my opinion, but... J.C. Horn was really close on him. I would love for him to fall to number uh, to number ten. He didn't. Both of them didn't, unfortunately. But anyway, J.C. Horn with Dante Jackson, another young up and coming cornerback. I see a really good duo right there. I don't know about you, and man, he's going to be a really good anchor cornerback. For this Panthers defense, I mean, his speed, his toughness, I mean, amazing for a cornerback like him. Man, Terrence Marshall, I've I've been predicting that he went to the Ravens at 20-something, whatever their pick was. And, well, he fell. He actually fell to the second round. I was really shocked by this. I thought he was going to go way earlier than this. And I think this was a big steal in the second round for the Panthers. Now you get Terrence Marshall, Robbie Anderson, and DJ Moore. Um, nice three-headed trio there. And then I'll, t- I'll touch on Chuba. And then Chuba, my opinion. Mm, not, a, not that good of a year for Chuba, you know. At the start of the year, about a year ago, it was basically between him and Najee Harris, basically, for the best running back in the draft. Najee obviously stayed, almost won the Heisman. And then Chuba just, man, he really fell off, fell off to the fourth round. I'm, I'm really shocked by Chuba. I'm honestly surprised that he decided to go to the draft. I thought he would come back another year. But anyway, he did get drafted. And now you got Chuba Hubbard. To be your Mike Davis replacement, even though he's nothing like him. But now you got Chuba and CMC there. I, I don't mind that at all. My grade for the Panthers, I'm gonna give a. I'm gonna go B plus. Right. Go to Chicago. All right, Chicago, their number one pick. They traded with the New York Giants to trade up for quarterback Justin Fields out of Ohio State. And then in the second, snagging Oklahoma State's Taven Jenkins. And, I mean, really, that's all you got to know about so far. All right. Justin Fields, in my opinion, looked very, very good. Like He does have some flaws that I think that can be fixed by – by, by some NFL people and some quarterback coaches, but the Bears need to do this because um, well, they're every everyone's in the hot seat. Matt Nagy, Ryan Pace, like almost everyone's on the hot seat. 
like if they don't make the playoffs here or or show some progress, I guess with the quarterback position because Mitch Trubisky was, um, as I can say nicely, a, a trash buyer. I'll say that, Mister N- NBP over there, NBP, but yeah. But now he's but now he's back we're back to the Bills now, so that's cool. It, well like it, it was just he was bad. <laughs> yeah, he was just bad. Like just really bad. Just and what makes it worse is that they picked him over Mahomes and Deshaun. But enough about them though. Fields was 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 a good quarterback in Ohio State in my opinion, with some flaws that I think can be fixed. I think he has a good arm. He, and yeah, and then Tim and Jenkins it looked very good. I, like I would compare him to Brian Balaga in my opinion. Like he literally just bold bulldozed like like almost everyone he, he faced. Like a very very good pass block pass blocker and very good run blocker as well. He'd be he'd be a good tackle for for Justin Justin Fields. I, I'll give it. I'll give the Bears probably C plus. Plus, all right. Justin Fields, what people call the steal of the draft, basically, because we can't believe he fell to number 11. I, I don't know about you. I was pretty shocked by that. My quarterback, number four, fell all the way down to number 11. And Justin Fields, I mean, I loved watching him at Ohio State. I mean, like how he said, the strong arm, he can run. Apparently, they're saying... He's just a little bit, like, slower than Kyler. So, apparently he can really run. What I'm hearing is that the OTAs and practices, he's getting the starter reps, even though Andy Dalton's supposed to be the starter. Andy Dalton's teaching him. And what I'm hearing is he's looking pretty good so far. Uh, I think the Bears hopefully found their quarterback of the future right here because they needed to get out of Mitchell Trubisky oh my god and then Taven Jenkins this is another guy I literally had going in the first round the whole time really really shocked he fell to the second round and then this was our trade with Carolina as well um, <laughs> I mean Taven Jenkins was phenomenal big powerful run blocker I mean he's gonna be a really good replacement for Charles Leno who I think they released I'm pretty sure and then my grade I'm gonna give the Bears a B alright let's move to Cincinnati Cincinnati had the number 5 overall pick and they got Jamar Chase LSU's receiver and then in the second they got Jackson Carman the Clemson tackle and then in the third round Gets Joseph Osai. All right, so ha- as we know, like um, the Bengals drafted Jamar Chase, and it was either between him and Panay Sewell. And I still stand by this. I think I still think they should have drafted Panay Sewell and protect Joe Burrow, even though Joe Burrow was saying he wanted Jamar. But come on, that was that receiving room is stacked already. Even even with like without him, like they, like they have T Higgins, uh, Tyler Boyd, AJ Green, like um Auden Tate, AJ Green in there somewhere. Well, 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 like well, well, he left in this offseason, but like that was like before, like they drafted Jamar, 
like year four. And, and plus, they need to protect Joe Burrow be- from the horrific injury that we saw. And it was very sad for us that we had to see him get injured. But I don't know him. Jamar Chase was a very good, was a very, very, very good uh, at LSU. He has excellent top speed. He tracks the ball well. <laughs> and, and a very good route runner, in my opinion. And with some decent hands with them. Jackson Carmen protecting Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, which... Has some short arms for an offensive lineman, but he has, but he has the mobility to make up for it. And and what I'm hearing, he he was a good pass blocker. And Joseph Joseph Osai, I almost butchered that. Was very was had a breakout year, and I believe his junior right. This was his junior. This was his senior year. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that game. Whatever. He was very, he was very, mo- very mobile for, for, for a DN, for a, for a DN, and good hands. Like he was very good for, he was very good for Texas. And I, and I'll give the Bengals probably a B. I'll, I'll give him a B minus. All right, starting off, Jamar Chase, man, wow. I think I would. Probably agree with you. I think the smarter pick would have been to take Panesuel, but man, I mean, you want to satisfy your quarterback. I mean, you get Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow back. You're so excited to watch in college. Now we get to watch them in the NFL. I'm excited for that, man. And I honestly like the pick. I like it a lot. I think Panesuel was the smarter one, but. I like this one for Jamar Chase. He was my wide receiver number two. And, well, number five overall. Pretty good pick for me. Bengals get the number two wide receiver in the draft, in my opinion. Really, really good pick for him. And then I want to touch on Jackson Carmen as well. Yeah, and like you said, the short arms. He's protect- protecting Trevor Lawrence. This is a trade with New England, and, well, they saw they needed to get an offensive lineman because they passed on Sewell, and, well, Jackson Carmen's right there, and they hope he'll be a future offensive tackle for them. And then I want to talk about my boy Joseph Osai, Hook'em Horns, Texas, right here. I'm glad he went in the third round. He was projected to go earlier in the first round, like way earlier in the year, Whenever he was just doing unspeakable things. But now he's fallen to the third, and well, sucks that he's going to Cincinnati. Probably won't have any winning over there. But, you know, Joseph Osai, I hope he has a wonderful and amazing NFL career over there. And now my grade for the Bengals, I'm going to give them a solid B. All right, let's go to Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns, and their first took Northwestern's Greg Newsome. Then in the second, they snagged Jeremiah Owosu-Koromoa. And then in the fifth, got a steal, in my opinion, in Richard LeCount. Hmm. All right. Well, the the, Brown, the Browns, in my opinion, are, I'm gonna spoil this already. I think had probably a top five draft, in my opinion. Like Greg Newsom, a very very good corner, like 
like emerged at, at like pretty late in the draft process when everyone when everyone like was starting to like well like us people like us were just like um scouting players and like game pro days done like like he emerged as a top corner as a top corner because he's versatile on size he's very he, he, he's very aggressive as a corner and almost like a ball hawk in my opinion which uh, I, I like that in a corner I, I like I, I like when a corner is a ball hawk even if that, that's gonna that's gonna get, get your team some penalties uh, like, like a holding but uh, I, I like that in, in Greg Newsom and then in my opinion the steal of the draft Jeremiah Wusukoromoa which I was expecting him to go in, like in the late for in the late to mid first but he fell down, which, which look what time none of us knew. Everyone thought, everyone thought that the teams were crazy for passing up on him. But, but we only then found out that it was because of a heart condition, which is very sad for him. Hope he hope he can recover from that. Well, that doesn't become a problem for that for him. Just yeah, feel, feel bad for him. But 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 on to him as a football player Jeremiah Usukormo is very quick very very um, versatile as a, for a linebacker he can play safety he can play linebacker kind of like Isaiah Simmons like when he was coming out of the draft very fast he, he, he has good he has good vision as well like he was just a good player in my opinion for Notre Dame and then on the last t- touch on Anthony Schwartz very 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 speedy speed receiver for Auburn and a good route runner and I'm gonna give the Browns an A an, an alright so yeah Greg Newsom in the first man this was a cornerback heavy class right here I predicted 5 going and I think 4-5 went I'm almost sure about that and Greg Newsom. I had one of them going. It wasn't to the Browns, but this actually makes so much, so much more sense to me that, you know, the Browns, one of the worst secondaries in the league, and then this offseason getting John Johnson, now Greg Newsome, I mean, to pair up with Denzel Ward, this Browns team, I mean, how far they've come, and they're, they're an amazing, well-built team now. And now that Greg... Jeremiah Owosu Koromoa is there, which again, yeah, was I probably agree was the steal of the draft. We all thought that teams were crazy giving up on him. And then, well, the Browns, they couldn't any longer, and they took him in the second. Very happy for him that he got picked. And my draft grade, I'm going to give this one an A as well. All right, let's go to Dallas. Dallas Cowboys. All right, with their first-round pick, they got Micah Parsons, the Penn State linebacker. In the second, they got Kentucky's cornerback, Kelvin Joseph. And then we'll put off a steal that they got in the fourth by taking Jabril Cox. All right. So before I get into my before, before I get to what I think of the of the Cowboys picks, we might hear a short rant in in our next team. We might. That just depends on Adam, though. But we might, and that'll be fun for me. But anyway, Micah Parsons was a good linebacker for Penn State, which I was hoping, like, if we if the Eagles didn't 
pick a linebacker or <laughs> didn't pick a receiver. I was hoping that he'd be one of the picks, but but he wasn't, and we have to deal with that. And Parsons was a very was a very good tackler, very very fast for a linebacker. He has a burst issue up in the middle of the gaps, like and a good run stopper in my opinion. Well, being a decent being a decent pass defender, yeah, yeah, I said that. Kelvin Joseph, <laughs> Re- I'm just gonna say it's Reach. No, no, bro. I'm telling you, you're talking about the wrong guy. It's Nashawn Wright. I'm telling you, that's the one. I don't care. I'll let you go. Kelvin Joseph, Reach. That's all I need to say. (laughs) And Jabril Cox, very good linebacker. Once again, good, good in zone coverage, and being and being well, a decent pass rusher as well. And be and being a decent and being a decent man coverage as well. And I'll give the I'll give the Cowboys B uh, a B plus. Alright, well let's start off with their first round pick from my team. Alright, Micah Parsons. It just needed to happen, man. I, I wish, I wish, I wish it was certain, bro. Or horn. But it wasn't them. They both got taken before. And well, I mean, I'm not complaining, though, because we still got arguably the best defensive player in this draft. With Micah Parsons, he is a phenomenal, phenomenal linebacker. Him at Penn State was amazing to watch. He's my number two linebacker. I loved him in this class. I'm so glad he's a Cowboy, and I'm going to talk about Kelvin Joseph. I'm telling you, you're you're talking about the wrong guy. Kelvin Joseph is a good cornerback for Kentucky. He's a versatile, sorry, and a very, very fast cornerback. I mean, Kelvin Joseph, I love the pick, and I'm sticking with that. Um, Nashawn Wright, though, I'll talk about. This was the reach right here. He, He was, oh my god, he's so bad. We took him with a third round pick waste of a draft pick but then Jabril Cox if not I think he was definitely a top five steal in the draft the whole draft he was oh my I had, I had him going so much higher than the fourth round and the fact that he's coming to Dallas another linebacker I'm fine with that Jabril Cox is going to be a really good player and then, yeah, that's all I want to talk about for them. And then my grade, I'm going to give them a A-. Uh, a-. I'm next to Denver. With their first-round pick, they took the guy I wanted, Patrick Sertain, a cornerback out of Alabama. And then with their second-round pick, trading up to get running back Javante Williams out of North Carolina. And then taking, because I'm going to mention him because he's from Texas, Caden Stearns, the safety out of Texas. <laughs> okay. We might hear a rant, so I'm hoping that's going to happen. But Pastor Tan was, um, was, the best co- was the best corner for Alabama, like probably since his freshman year, like once he got to Alabama. Alabama, sorry. Once he started there. Like once he got there, he instantly, instantly became a star. And just was uncoverable like most of the time it was just uncoverable with his lot with with this with his height and and, and his size and, and good coverage skills like he was basically like un, like unguardable 
like, like no one could like basically no one could catch will can have a good game against him. Javante Williams was was a good running back in, in North Carolina, and um, carried carried the offense at time at times for for, for North Carolina. For, for the, how did I forget the quarterback for? North Carolina, oh my God. How am I forget? Sam Howell, yeah. Sam Howell, yeah. Yes, when Sam Howell, when Sam Howell had a bad game, he, Javante Williams would just carry, would carry the offense. And then, and then I mentioned Baron Browning, very, very good line, linebacker <laughs> at at Ohio State. <laughs> he, yeah, he's very, he's very fast. Yeah. He has good length and yeah, it's very good, very just good linebacker. <laughs> you want to talk about kids? <laughs> nah, nah, we're not gonna talk. I'm gonna let you do. I'm gonna let you do the talking right now. And well, well, I'm gonna go cry in the corner. Um, uh, I'm gonna give this one. I'm, I'm gonna give the Broncos. Uh, I'm gonna, an A minus. Okay. Well. Broncos, you know, you just put paint y'all. I'm I'm sitting here, we're just watching the draft, and when I see the Panthers take JC Horn, I'm jumping out of my chair right now. But they just passed on the best cornerback in this class, and I'm again I'm jumping, and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's no way the Broncos are taking one. Because they already have a good secondary, the best secondary in the league, without Patrick Sertain. And when the pick is announced, my heart drops. My heart drops to the floor, and I I feel like throwing something. I felt like throwing something, and I was so mad and just outraged. Oh. Then my favorite prospect in this draft gets picked one pick before us but you know what Patrick Sertain now gives the Broncos the best secondary in the league and it I really think it's not even close they're gonna have an amazing defense that secondary is gonna be I mean you they're barely gonna give up any points and no, almost no one's going to have a good game against that secondary. And, well, they add on to it by getting Caden Stern, someone that I loved out of Texas. Man, if he just didn't have the injury problems. Because in his freshman year, or his sophomore year, I don't know, one or the other. But he was so good. He was so good for Texas that I loved watching him. And then... Again, the injuries just compiled on him and fell down the board a lot. Barely healthy the rest of his college career. And, well, you know the rest from there. And then I'll touch on Javante Williams, my running back number three. Um, Really don't get this, to be honest. Um still have Melvin Gordon there he paid a lot of money too and uh trading up for a running back uh not what I would do but maybe they see something in Javante Williams that I don't but the Broncos draft though I will say was really really good that I'm gonna give him an A move on to Detroit 
Detroit, with their first-round pick, took offensive tackle Panay Sewell out of Oregon. And then, in the second, got Levi Onwuzarike. I think that's how you pronounce it. And then, in the third, getting Afedu Melafonu. And then, in the fourth, getting an absolute steal in Elmiron St. Brown. Well, (laughs) the, the... The Lions actually made a, a good first round pick, which is give a round of applause for that. The Lions made a good first round pick. Like they, they got, that alone should should just be a victory like already for them. <laughs> because Bachman's not there anymore. But anyway. <laughs> Panesua was a generational talent for offensive linemen. Very, very quick feed. Good, good run blocker, good, good pass blocker. This man like could literally do any, could do everything. Can play like almost every p- position for the offensive line, if I'm correct. Oh I'm yeah, uh-huh. we can definitely do that. Yeah, and just a general generational talent that the Bengals passed up on, and I think they're gonna regret it. And pairing up, pairing up, pairing them up alongside with Frank Ragnow and Taylor Decker. And then um, I'm just gonna talk to one more person. I'm gonna talk to Amon, Amon, Amon. How do you say his name? Amaron St. Brown. Amaron St. Brown. Okay. Amaron St. Brown was was very good. Very was a good was was a good receiver at, at USC. Easily their best receiver. He has good hands. He could basically never drop the ball. He he wins the fifty fifties a lot of the time, even though he doesn't even even though he doesn't even have that a good size or length, which is very surprising. But well, that's how that's how good his hands is, and yeah, that's about it. I mean, I'm gonna give the Lions just based off of Penesuel a, a B a B plus. I mean, yeah, I want to touch on that. Like the Lions. Or... Good draft pick for them, man. Surprise. And then, well, I don't know about you, but they might have, they definitely for sure have an underrated offensive line, but maybe leaning towards that top 10 if Panay Sewell is as good as we think he's going to be. Panay Sewell, Taylor Decker, Frank Ragnow, like this offensive line, not to be slept on for sure. And then, yep, yeah, I'm just going to touch on Panesuo real quick. I mean, what you said, I mean, completely true. Like, this man was a generational talent, one of the best offensive linemen I got to see play and watch on tape. I mean, he was phenomenal to watch. Every time you look at him, I mean, he just looks like he's bullying the other person. It's just not fair whenever you're against him because you know you're not winning that matchup at all. Then I'll talk about Amaron St. Brown. I mean, this is going into my top five steals of the draft as well. Um, Amaron St. Brown was a first round, late first round, high second round pick for me. And he fell to the fourth round. Congratulations, Detroit. I mean, you finally have another wide receiver besides, like, I don't even know their wide receivers. That's how bad they are. But at least you got Amaron St. Brown now. And you know what, Detroit? 
I'm gonna give y'all a solid B for this draft. Most better than most of y'all's drafts. Ah, right, let's go to the, the Green Bay Packers. Uh, ooh, okay. This is what's looking really bad. All right. With their first round pick, they went with Eric Stokes, the cornerback out of Georgia. And then, I mean, if there's anything really to talk about, I guess you can go with Amari Rogers, the constant receiver. <laughs> oh my God. Well, but, okay, this is, I think, okay, I think this is very clearly the worst first round pick in the draft, in my opinion. I think Adam can probably agree with that too. I'm most definitely agreeing with that. Like you, okay. Let me give you some. We're gonna. I'm gonna give you some context before I talk about Eric Stokes. This Aaron Rodgers basically was saying, "Give me some help, or I'm, or I'm gonna, gonna make a problem and probably force some gal here." And uh, they did not do that at all. <laughs> they, they. I think the only thing they did was get Amari Rodgers, which. Got At one the... wide receiver, dude. <laughs> and like you live like there was like Rashad Bateman, Elijah Moore. There is like so many wide receivers still there, and and still a stack receiver draft class. You like Tor- like Terrence Marshall still was there. Like, oh my. <laughs> like you pick Eric Stokes, which cool. You're trying to get help for Jair. Because of Kevin King and that horrific performance in an NFC Championship game, which we're gonna laugh at, but also I'm gonna be mad at. I'm just if you want to pick, if you if you want to pick the most athletic corner, Stokes is your guy. I, I I will admit that he has good size, but not a first down pick. Nah, not close. Probably like a second or third. Just very athletic corner and good size. I'll just give him that, and then you know what? I'm since since because the Packers let down Aaron Rodgers so bad in this draft, I'm not going to talk about the rest of their draft picks. They deserve it. It's a D. Actually, no, it's an F. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. I'm not the biggest Green Bay fan. I don't care about them, but uh, my God, I mean. Oh my, you have your MVP winning quarterback. He just won the MVP, man. And he's looking for some wide receiver help besides Devontae Adams. You can't do that, man. You have Terrence Marshall on the board right there. Take Eric Stokes. Again, what he said that I know it's for Jair. But, oh my gosh, Eric Stokes is not even close to a first-round pick, man. Uh, this is so dumb by the Packers organization. And, they sh- I mean, I feel for Aaron Rodgers even more than I already do. That's literally all I have to say about this. The Packers are just horrible at drafting, and they get an F. There. Can I ask you a question, though? Yeah. Should we even speak with the Texans? Can we <laughs> just look at it? If you wanted to find a worse draft than the Packers, I mean, here you here you go right well, here. Okay, you, okay, you gotta get okay. Okay, I want to be fair to them because, like, they basically just trade their they. You gotta thank Bill O'Brien for that. Just I think they made one good draft pick. That's all. 
You know what? We're just, we're just, just the, the, this was so bad that Adam is just not even read, just not even read who they picked. All right. All you gotta know is they took Davis Mills. That's all. All right. <laughs> and then they Davis. get an F. That's it. That's yeah. <laughs> like the only thing on this, like, um, like this, like Deshaun Watson is not. It's not even gonna play because of that thing. We're not gonna it's talk about. Yeah. Yeah. It's now basically between Tyrod Taylor and Davis Mills. Jesus Christ. Thank you, Bill O'Brien. Actually, no. Actually, no. The Texans actually do have some draft picks I want to talk about. Never mind. Like, in... <laughs> it's so bad, man. Oh, my God. Okay, well, Nick Casario did the best of what he could, okay? Oh, my God. I know. I, I at least like the Brevin Jordan pick, but oh my god. Not Nico Collins? I don't mind the Nico Collins one, but I like, like the Nico, Brevin Jordan one. Like, Nico more. Collins was a big, was a bigger vertical threat. With, like, some good speed as well, good hands. And then Brevin Jordan was, at one time, like, was going to be one of the best one of the best prospects. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then Kyle Pitts and Pat Furamuts happened. Yeah, for your month, yeah. Which, uh, if you all you need to know is how he's fast and he can catch him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he basically summed him up like that. Yeah. Okay, you know, what, just just because of Brevin Jordan and Nico Collins, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give them from an F to a D minus. I'm not changing it from an F. They deserve an F. So, all right, indie time. All right, Indianapolis. My God, they actually like made a good pick. They picked Quiddy Pay with their first round pick, the number twenty one overall pick. And then, I mean, really nothing else to Sam talk Ellinger. about. Sam Ellinger. I know. Yeah, so I was going to get to Sam Ellinger, my quarterback out of Texas in the sixth round. Okay. <laughs> well, um, they got Carson Wentz, and I was hoping they would draft Carson some receivers, but they didn't. But I can understand they didn't need some edge need edge help besides Darius Leonard. Like, come on, right? Like, yeah. Quiddy Pay, which <laughs> rant is a short rant about to come because of <laughs> Lily Quiddy Pay for a while was rumored to be probably Howie's pick, and I was seriously considering not being a fan. <laughs> Like you, you can't, like yeah, like Adam. I think you can understand this, right? If you would have picked Quiddy Pay with the number ten overall, oh my god! Wow. Yeah, but this is not about the Eagles. It's about the Colts. But for the Colts and for their and for what they're picking at, I think this this is a steal because he was projected to be like probably like a. Like a top, like a top twenty pick or mid first round pick, and he was that, and, and a good, he was a good edge for Michigan. He he, he did make some athletic plays. And he, he's very athletic for for for, for his size, and yeah, he was a, he was a good pick. And and Sam Ellinger, okay, this is a hot take right now. Sam Ellinger, in in my opinion, besides the Georgia game, what was not was not. Did not come up in big games besides the Georgia game. I'm sorry. I need to say that. Oh, I want Marco to listen to this now. 
yeah, but like this is just my opinion, especially in the Red River. To me, like sometimes he didn't step up in the Red River Bowl. But okay, this is another conversation that we're gonna have, and probably probably when we're off when we're off the podcast. But well, I'll let but well, I'll let Adam take it over in a second. I'll, I'll I'm gonna give the Colts a, a C plus. All right, Indy, finally a team I can talk about besides those two embarrassments, Green Bay and Houston. All right, Quiddy Pay, Quiddy Pay was uh, my opinion. Number, number two, number two, DN. I thought he was still a top 20 pick. Um, I don't mind this pick at all. He basically needed it. Justin Houston replacement. Get Darius Leonard some help, please. And, well, basically got it right there. And then I'm just going to touch on Ellinger. Um, I mean, my quarterback, again, Texas fan, hook him horns, man. Yeah. He's probably, honestly, not going to play quarterback. I mean, I mean, they took Eason last year, so, I mean, what's the point? He's probably going to convert to a running back if I had to guess. I think that's what they're probably going to do with him. And, well, I mean, he's not a bad runner. It's just, uh, well, he really shouldn't be a running back. But the Colts, I'm going to give them a uh, solid C+, plus, just basically off the quitty pay pick. Alright, let's go to a natural interesting draft pick now. Let's go to the number one overall pick by the Jacksonville Jaguars taking quarterback out of Clemson, Trevor Lawrence. And then at the end of the first round as well, trading up to get Travis Etienne at the top of the second. I mean, they just had so many good draft picks. Tyson Campbell, Walker Little in the second, Andre Sisco in the third. J2 Faley in the fourth. I mean, Jags, phenomenal job. All right. So the, the Jaguars picked, as we all expected, the best quarterback and the one of the best prospects we've ever seen on the level of of John Elway and Andrew Luck. Like that good of a prospect. Trevor Lawrence, and um, he was very, very, probably. This, it will be debatable. Probably, I, I, I think Sean was better at Clemson. I'm sorry, but that's that's, uh, that's a hot talk. That's probably a hot take. I don't know. But Trevor Lawrence, he was very good at Clemson. Let, led him to a national title in an upset <laughs> over Alabama. Like a very good passer. Just it was sm- like smooth with the ball. Just just made a lot of good passes that amazed me. <laughs> And then this is okay. This is the standard for the war, probably the worst. Travis Etienne. Yeah. I get. I get. You're trying to make him comfortable with like with the team, but you had James Robinson in that, like for, for running back. Like that's that's nothing against Travis Etienne. He was a very good running back for Clemson, but. It just doesn't make sense when you have James Robinson, which was which probably was the biggest steal last year. I think that's pretty like yeah, not undrafted that for years, yeah. And almost made the Pro Bowl, so yeah, I think it was a steal of the draft, and I think that's I think everyone would probably agree. But um, I just don't like it. Tyson Campbell, very fast corner. I was probably I was probably taught, I was probably. Talking about Tyson Campbell, that about the speed, but whatever. Tyson Campbell, very fast cornerback, with, with a with a, le- a little leaner corner, a little, a little on the shorter end, but still made it work and was a lockdown corner 
at Georgia from the number one defense in the nation. At least I think so. You can probably disagree with me on that. Uh, I don't think they were number one statistically, but they're. I they think they were top, decent. top five. Yeah, they were decent. <laughs> and then like then Walker Little, very very good for for Stanford and. Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my, like, <laughs> like he she should have he should have came out. Like he should have went went to the draft last year. It just he just stayed in college for so long. Yeah, even though he was a good he was good for Stanford, he just he just stayed there too long. <laughs> and then I think that's all I'm that talk about because I'm embarrassed right now. So I'm I'm just gonna get my just get my gray out of the way. And just give them. A, 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 I'm just gonna give them a B, a B plus. Okay. All right. Let's talk about Trevor Lawrence again. All right, Trevor Lawrence, my number one prospect of the draft. And man, wow, he is one of the best college quarterbacks for sure that I've ever seen play. I'm glad I got to watch him in college and I'm glad I'll get to watch him play in the pros because wow this this kid is something wow Trevor Lawrence is an amazing talent once in a generational talent and I'm I'm excited to see him play in the NFL finally after his freshman year where he led him to that amazing national championship run and well all the way now to the pros being the number one overall pick and 6'6 quarterback, I mean, he's a really tall guy, can really run as well, really underrated for him, he can really use his feet a lot, and again, just excited to watch him play in the pros again, alright, Travis Etienne, uh, yeah, I'm completely agreeing with you, uh, no point to this pick at all for me, I don't see it, I love Travis Etienne, my running back too in this class, but... Man, wow. Um, yeah, the James Robinson pick. Basically, I mean, he was arguably the best rookie running back from last year. And, well, he's now probably still going to be the starter. But now he's got to share carries with their first-round pick, Travis Etienne. I don't know how he's going to feel about that. And then touch on Tyson Campbell a little bit like what you said a little bit shorter and uh well he's really lean to say like he is really really fast as well Walker Little I mean it's just sad to see him I mean six seven three thirteen like he's a big guy and man I mean with him opting out of the season and then all the injuries before I mean that's sad to see him there I'm actually glad he made it to the draft but I mean, I remember when this guy was projected to be the best offensive lineman in this draft. Well, clearly isn't that because of the injuries. Andre Sisco, I'm, whew, wow, what a pick this was. I love Andre Sisco and my number three safety. Oh my God, the Jacks just made so many good picks. I mean, I love Andre Sisco. Blend of size, length, nice ball hawk. Good hands. I loved him on tape. And, well, gonna go help that Jack secondary with Shaq Griffin now. JT Fale, I thought it was a very good pick. And now for my grade for the Jaguars, I'm gonna give another A. 
Alright, now let's move on to KC, Kansas City. They did not have a first-round pick, of course, because the Orlando Brown trade. And then their second-round pick, they took Missouri's linebacker, Nick Bolton. And then I thought they got some good steals at the end. I like the Creed Humphrey pick at the end of the second round. And then I like the Trey Smith pick out of Tennessee in the, in the bottom of the sixth. Uh, okay. Well, the Chiefs Kingdom, as Adam said, didn't have a first pick, so GM Brett Veach did the best he could, and honestly, I think he had did a good job. Like Nick Bolton was like probably like a late first round pick, as in my my opinion. Like very very fast linebacker, a very good run stopper. Just uh, just I think he'll fit well with with case with Kansas City's defense. And then Creed Humphrey, like another steal, like probably in my opinion the the, the best center in the draft, and I think that's pretty clear, right? Yeah, yeah, because like this is uh, this was like a very like besides tackle, a very weak offensive line class. Like yeah, just it was very weak, but McGreed Humphrey was very good in pr- protecting Kyler Murray, and then Jalen Hurts, and then Spencer Rattler. <laughs> Let's see, Spencer Rattler. <laughs> yeah, Spencer Rattler. Whatever. <laughs> Creed Humphrey was good in pass protection, and that's all I got to say about him. I'm going to give the Chiefs and Brett Beach. Well, I don't know why I said him. The Chiefs to a, a, a B minus. With the little Chiefs picks that they had, they, they made them work. I like the Nick Bolton pick. I think that's exactly where he should have gone right there in the second. Good value for that pick. I like that. And now they get another linebacker to go in there because, man, they really needed it. Their linebackers are not that good to say. And then Creed Humphrey. I mean, I watched him uh, a lot, especially because he's in Oklahoma. You know, rival with Texas. And, man, whenever I watched him, I, I was amazed. I was amazed to say the least. I mean, he was a, a wonderful center. I'm honestly kind of shocked he fell into the second. I thought he'd go a little bit earlier. But I, I do like the pick. Good value there. Now, I want to talk about Trey Smith a little bit. The offensive guard from Tennessee. I thought this was a massive steal. Getting him in the sixth. Had him about a third, fourth. And then, again, him in the sixth. I love that pick. And, again, good value for it. Kansas City, you get a B. All right. Move on to the Los Angeles Chargers. So, with their first round pick, they got offensive tackle Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern. In the second, they got Florida State DB's Asante Samuel Jr. In the third, they got Georgia's Trey McKitty. And then, well, that's really all I need. All right, well, well, Rashawn Slater fell to the Chargers, which was a steal because I thought he was going to go to the Panthers, which also need off the line. But as we know, they took J.C. Horn in the shocker at the time and still is. <laughs> but I think this is a good pick by the Chargers. Like, they, 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 just got, they just got Corey Lindsley and they already have Brian Bulaga. 
like they like they need to protect Justin Herbert at, at like at all costs. So they picked Rashawn Slater, which which he was very good, very good at Northwestern. I think most notably for locking down, well, yeah, locking down Chase Young. If I'm correct about that, right? Or am I talking about someone else? No, I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah. Yeah, very, and I think and he opted out, right? He opted out. No, I think he played. Yeah, I'm pretty I, sure I, he played. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Besides his size, which was very, very sad to be honest. He has very good body control with good with good pass coverage and some average and some average run an average pass, run blocking. What are you trying to say for me? No. Oh. Okay. And then Asante Samuel, which I I think was a steal because I think Asante Samuel was a good was a good cornerback for for um, Florida State, <laughs> and uh, he was he was just a good coverage cornerback, and that's all I had to say about him. Like, like even though he's on the smaller, even though he's on the smaller side, he, he was still he still made he still made some big plays. Uh, and he was just a good coverage corner, and that's all. And I think that's all you can ask out of a corner, like like at bare minimum. And that's and that's all on top for the Chargers, and I'm and I'm gonna give him a B. All right, Rashawn Slater pick. I mean, come on, let's all agree that was a absolute highway robbery. That was a steal for the Chargers. Just landing right in front of them. Perfect pick for them to protect Justin Herbert. Even more than he already is, like an arguably the best center in the league, Corey Lindsley, and now Sean Slater. The offensive line is looking pretty good, and well, hopefully can protect Justin Herbert. And then I want to talk about Asante Samuel. I mean, Packers, this was your guy right here. Honestly, if y'all would have taken him, I wouldn't have gone on y'all that bad. This was a top five cornerback in the class without a doubt. And Oh, man, I still can't believe they took Eric Stokes over this guy. Wow. But, anyway, he goes to L.A. and it's going to be a pretty good corner for them. I almost guarantee that. My grade for the Chargers, I'm going to give them a B+. All right, the Rams, uh, well, man, I mean, ooh, this is bad. This is really bad. Okay. We'll just start off with their second round pick, which is just two two at 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 well. What? I'm gonna be honest, I don't remember hearing about this guy. Okay. Well, but they didn't have a first round pick. Well, thank you to I, f- I forgot his name, Les Need. Yep. Thank you, Les Need, for trading almost every first round pick you have for the for when for just going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's gonna like, give Jared Goff that big contract. Okay, you know what? Instead, of, you know, instead of just talking about this horrible draft class, besides Chuchu Atwell, which he's a very quick, which he's a very quick receiver, probably the fastest receiver in the draft class. Very good pick by Sean McVay and Les Need. Now we need some filler time, so we're just gonna talk about. <laughs> we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about them. We're gonna talk about. If Matthew Stafford makes the Rams a Super Bowl contender, all right. <laughs> well, uh, 
I'm gonna say that he does. I mean, they're already a Super Bowl contender there. And, well, they get a way better quarterback than that goofball. So, well, now Stafford's there, and we're expecting a lot out of him, like MVP stats. Okay, I think MVP's a bit of a stretch, but... Uh, you'd be surprised. I'm seeing people saying that Stafford is a dark horse MVP pick. But... I, I, I think that's a bit of a stretch, but I think that's also me discrediting him because he's in Detroit and being tortured. Uh. I mean, like, he was really good in Detroit. We can't go with that. He lost that long in Detroit. Yeah. Uh-huh. We'll see how he does in LA. See how he All right, does. yeah, we'll see. We'll see how he does. And, and and by far, and I think everyone can agree, a tough NFC West. Oh, yeah, by far. Uh-huh. Yeah, but, okay, now the fill time's up, now let's go to the Raiders. All right, I just want to give my grade real quick. Uh F minus, if that's even possible. I mean, this this is awful. This is by well, far the worst. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go to the Raiders. Didn't have that much better of a draft class. So, with their first round pick, probably taken. Um, my gosh, Alex Leatherwood, and ooh, a little bit of a reach if I had to say. I do love the pick in Trayvon Morick, though. That's literally the only. Only credit I'll give them. I haven't tried to Nope. I I love Trayvon Morig. That's basically all you have to say. All I have to say. And uh, basically, yeah, Alex Leatherwood's a reach. All right. Now, all right. We again got the classic Mike Mayock reach. <laughs> As we can <laughs> say. Well, as last year, it was AJ Terrell, right? AJ Terrell. Yeah, he wasn't that bad, but yeah, he was a big... Wait, no, he was on the Falcons. No, it was the Falcons. No, it was Cleveland Frail. No, that was two years ago. Who did they draft last year? Uh, It was a cornerback. Well, now we're spending time figuring this out. Uh, Dude, who did they draft? I know it was Cleveland Frail. That was like two, three years ago. All right, whatever. Just go on. I'm, I'm All, right, fine, whatever. So. All right, whatever. We we got the classic Mike Mayock yeah, reach, and and okay, let's just be honest. If they like, would have swept Morig for first, and then Leatherwood as a second, no one would no one would be complaining. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like Leatherwood, like yeah, he's a good offensive lineman, but not first round pick. Like even like even Christian Darisaw was on the board. If you if you still want to tackle, yep. but. Hey, hey! Let's see if Alex Leatherwood it makes it like makes it up, makes expectations. Yeah, <laughs> and then Trayvon Morig, which the best, the best safety in the Big Twelve. You can disagree with me on that. Yeah, probably, probably one. Yeah. yeah, like a good coverage guy, good run guy. Like this man could basically could do everything, but it was also it was also a Big Twelve defensive guy. So who knows? <laughs> Damon Arnett, that's who it was. Oh, damn it. That, oh, that's who it was. I can do that. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay. I think he was very forgettable. I think he was really bad this year. <laughs> okay, whatever. All right, whatever. Yeah. And, um, yeah, but... Uh, yep, they picked Tyree Gillespie, which I think was a steal, even though they already got, like, they dropped, like, Three other safeties, which two other safeties, which didn't make sense to me, but okay. 
Well, but I think Mike Mayock's job might be in jeopardy now. So yeah, let's just move on for that. I'm I'm just gonna give them. I'm gonna give him a D. Okay. Um, I already said what I thought. Uh, I thought Leatherwood was a reach, and I love Trayvon Morick, so I'm gonna give him a D as well. All right. Well then, move on to Miami. Man, I love Miami Strap. They got my number one receiver, Jalen Waddle, with their first round pick at the number six overall pick. I love that pick. And then snagging arguably the best defensive player in the draft. Jalen Phillips, defensive end out of Miami, was phenomenal. And then even in the second, I mean, getting Javon Holland and Liam Eikenberg, I mean, way to flex on us, man. The Dolphins, Clap it up. Wow. No, okay, besides, uh, I'm just going to forget on what you just said. But Jalen Waddle, I think we all th- was. Okay, let me start this again. Well, Jalen Waddle was a shock at the time, and yeah, we didn't expect uh, <laughs> we didn't expect Jalen Waddle to go, to go to the Dolphins. I don't think any of us did. Well, I think some of us did, but I, I, I think most people predicted it was going to be. Like someone, someone like Slater or Darisaw or someone like that, like a tackle, in my opinion. Well, like some people were just picking, were saying tackle or receiver, but okay, I need to stop spending time on that. All right, but Jalen Waddle was very, was a very fast receiver, and and don't get and don't overshadow the speed because this man could catch the ball as well. Like he has good size to him as well. It sucked. He had the AC, like the way ACL or is it Achilles? Which one? Ah, uh, the ACL. It sucks he had the Achilles, but that but that did open up for one receiver, which we're gonna talk about later. And yeah. I, I, I think that was a good good draft pick by the Dolphins. And to the receiving core that is much need help. Like besides Devontae Parker, like there's like Preston Williams, like come on. <laughs> I know the respect of Preston Williams, but like do you really want him to be your second option? Yeah, probably not. Like, okay, and then, and then we got Jalen Phillips, which was a very, which he emerged like pretty late in the draft process, if I'm correct about that, right? Dude, I've always had him as like the number one defensive player. He's so good. Man. Okay, whatever. I'm not going to argue on that because I don't want to spend more time on that, on arguing. But J- Jalen Phillips was a pretty, was in my opinion, like for most of, like, for most of, his, for most of his career, better than... Greg Gregor or so on that talented Miami team that was pretty fun to watch. But Jim Phillips was was a, was a very was a very powerful edge defender with, with with good hands and good body control, and and, and had some decent finesse moves as well. I think that was a very good pick. And then Javon Holland was, which we all thought was going to be the best safety, but then Trayvon Morick happened. Oh like, yeah. Like Holland, like did he have a step back this year? Huh? Did he have a step back or like injury or opt out? No, I mean he's still well. It's just like Morick and the boys just came up. We're better than him. <laughs> well, but well, but I think Javon Holland can be a, still a very good safety and add into that incredible Dolphins defense and and incredible secondary. 
And then, uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave Liam Eckenberg for Adam to talk about. And I'm gonna give them, I'm gonna give the Dolphins an 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 A. An a. All right. Okay. All right. It's time to talk about one of my favorite players in this draft. All right, Jalen Waddle. My God, he's so good. Jalen Waddle, my wide receiver number one. He just does literally everything you want in receiver. Route running, amazing. Catching, amazing. Speed. People are saying it's like Tyreek Hill. It's not like that, but he's still really, really fast. I mean, the vision, the elusiveness. I mean, it's just phenomenal. I mean, the punt returner, kick returner. You can do everything you want from. I think that's very valuable to a team. That's why I had him as wide receiver number one. And then just off of pure talent scale, he's just... He pops out whenever you see him. He, like, you'll notice he's on the field. And then I, I love that pick for them. Now he gets to reunite with Tua. See how they do. Now, Jalen Phillips. I mean, the fact he fell to 18 to me was really, really, really surprising. Jalen Phillips was my DN number one before. Jalen Phillips was phenomenal at Miami. Way better than Rousseau. Yeah, way better than Rousseau. And now the Dolphins. I mean, it's good pick after good pick. After good pick. I can't say nothing wrong about these guys. Javon Holland in the second round. Amazing value for that pick. You know, I love that. Dolphins need a safety. There you go. You get Javon Holland right there. And then Liam Eikenberg in second as well. Notre Dame offensive linemen, they're always good mostly. And well, Liam Eikenberg is going to help protect Tua because I still don't know why they took Austin Jackson. All right. And my draft grade is going to be my first A plus with Miami Dolphins. All right. Well, we're running a bit low on time, so we'll start and uh, pick this up. All right, Minnesota. So now they have Christian Darisaw, their first-round pick, and then they got Kellen Mon in the third, Wyatt Davis along in the third as well. All right, I need to speak this up for now because, again, we're running on time. Christian Darisaw was a, was a steal. It was fault. He was like the – he was the person that was going to – he was the person that fell like all the way late, and and the Vikings need offensive line, and they took him. Kellen Mond like had a breakout season, which even though you didn't mention, I still remain did not look impressive to me at all. White White Davis was was a steal in my opinion. To me, it was criminal that that he fell all the way to the third. I think he probably should have been second, and then Chastera, like also, like probably in my opinion, probably the best player on the, on that North Carolina. Defense, and I'm gonna get, and I'm gonna give the Vikings an A plus. By Minnesota, so their first round pick, Darisaw, obviously again, as he said, the steal probably at the first round. I mean, this is without a doubt a top three offense tackle in the draft, falling to number twenty three. Amazing, amazing value for that pick. They get your Riley Reef replacement so now there you go Kellen Mond uh, well 
Obviously, Kirk Cousins doesn't look the best. I think we've all known that, though. So, they grabbed Kellen Mond in the third. Again, as he said, this is his best year at A&M. And, I mean, we'll see if he can eventually become the starter. But with Kurt's, con- with Kurt's contract, sorry, I don't feel like that's happening anytime soon. And then the White Davis pick. Well, I mean, how did he fall this far? I mean, as you said, criminally fell this far. Definitely should not have. Definitely a second-round pick. The fact he fell to the third. I mean, just how. Then I'm also going to do this for my second one, that the Vikings get an A-plus for their draft. All right, let's move on to New England. New England with a ton of draft picks in this class, but they're most known being their first-round pick, Mac Jones. Second, they got Christian Barmore, and then honestly, really, that's it. To be real. <laughs> All right, so Mac Jones came like came out of Alabama, and on tape, did not look impressive. I think you can agree with me with this, Adam. I mean, the fact he's a, he's a first-round pick for... I swear, okay, I'm just, like, uh, okay, I'm just going to say this right now. Mac Jones is going to be a bust, and, and, and if he isn't, I, I'm i literally going to buy a Mac Jones jersey. I'm really that confident he's going to be a bust. Oh, wow. And I swear, if he has, if he has, if, if he turns into another Tom Brady, I swear. <laughs> He even, he plays like Brady as well, which 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 yeah, pisses me off. Like him, yeah. like him. So it fits as well, and then and then and then Barmore, criminal that he fell. Like I thought he was gonna be a late first round pick, but but he didn't. He looked pretty good at Alabama, and I think that's all I'm gonna say about the Patriots and the evil empire himself, Bill Belichick. And I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna give him a C a, a C minus. All right, Mac Jones. Never heard of the guy before. Alabama, second in the Heisman. Um, what was he before this year? Literally nothing. An undrafted guy at the best. So he comes into Alabama. You know, he goes and wins a national championship. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Alabama is such a good school. I mean, he's got all these weapons around him. What do you think is going to happen? So that boosts his draft stock. And he, Mac Jones, has become a first-round prospect. Wow. I can't believe I said that. Mac Jones was a first-round prospect. And, of course, it was fitting he went to New England out of all the teams. <laughs> of course. Tom Brady replacement, that's what people are saying. Still have Cam, but, I mean, well, Cam. Cam, Cam is Cam. We'll just say that. Okay, um, I want to I say this before. I want to say this right now. Um, I'm sorry for interrupting you, but I, I want to say this. He, he's also wearing the weirdest quarterback number I've ever seen, number 50. I mean, yeah, stupid. He's wearing 50. Uh-huh. It may just be his practice number, but uh, I mean, I don't know. All right, Barmore. Uh, this will be my final topic on the Patriots. Yeah, I think definitely should have won the first round. New England traded up to get him, and very wise to do that. Snagging a defensive tackle, Christian Barmore. Uh, really good pick for them. All right, New England, you guys get AD. Sorry. All right, New Orleans. Their first round pick, they selected Peyton Turner. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. And then in the third, getting Paulson Adebo, and then I 
we got to talk about this because I don't know how he got drafted. Ian Book in the fourth. Ian, that high, really? Yeah, in the fourth round. Okay, whatever. Uh, okay, whatever. I guess Drew Brees, Drew Brees replacement right there. All right, never mind. Uh, well, <laughs> Payne Turner, well, he emerged very late in, in the draft process. Did not look impressive to me at all. Like, I, I, at best, I think he's probably going to be a rotational guy, in my opinion. Not worth the first-round pick. And then Paulson Adebo, very. I think it was criminal that that he went in the third. I think he's a very good cornerback. I think he should win this like in the early second, in my opinion. I know it's a stretch, but I think it's criminal that he went in third. And then Ian Book, die. Wow, harsh words for Ian Book. Okay, 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 okay. I won't, okay, I want to take that back. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. I, I just, I just don't like Ian Book. Well, and and I'm gonna give the Saints an F, and now we're canceled. All right. Well, now they were canceled. All right, Peyton Turner. All right, just gonna say some. Don't know how you were a first round pick, and well, you were arguably the worst first round pick. Sorry. All right, Paulson Adebo in the third. I agree. Probably should have been in the second. I mean, kind of fell off. He was projected to be a first at the beginning of the year. Got him in the third. Really good pick for them. Ian Book, how and how did you get drafted? Sorry, I'm sorry. How did Ian Book get drafted? Oh, he's so bad. I watched him at Notre Dame, and oh my god, no speed at all. I don't care what this says. He has no speed at all, no accuracy. He's so bad as a quarterback. I mean, he's just gonna be a backup. He's probably the third stringer to Winston Hill. He probably is, but man, I, mean, I don't get it. He's drafted. All right, Saints, you guys get a D minus. All right, to the New York Football Giants. New York, with their first round pick traded back with Chicago. Now they got the 20th pick. They got Kadarius Tony. Moving on to the second, they snagged, absolutely snagged Aziz Ojolari. And then, well, that's it, really. <laughs> Okay, okay, I'm gonna say this right now. My my draft reaction to this, laughing. I was laughing because no disrespect to Darius Tony. I think he's a very good prospect. He looked very good to me. I I think he would have been very good if it if he was like a late if he was like a second round pick in my opinion or like a later. He would I think he would have been a perfect fit with Aaron Rodgers. Oh yeah, we were laughing. <laughs> like like I I think he would have been a perfect fit with Aaron Rodgers in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like the like the speed, the looseness, the, the like like the footwork, the hands, like like what like he looked good. he looked pretty good in, in Florida. And then Aziz Ajulari, another anchor on that on that um Georgia defense, and he looked pretty good. A good pass rusher with 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 a lot of burst and a lot of athleticism. And um and yeah I'm I'm gonna give the Giants <laughs> a <laughs> this is funny <laughs> um a, a C minus <laughs> thank you Dave Gettleman <laughs> Dave Gettleman Dave Gettleman messes up again wow it's just inevitable at this point well yep they took Kadarius Tony in the first really really shocked they did that. Um, yeah, I'm still shocked that they did. 
receiver should not have been one of their top priorities. But I'll give him credit. The Aziz Ojalari pick was pretty good. I thought he was going to go easily in the first, and he fell to the second. So, New York, you guys still suck, and you guys get a C- there. All right, now to another actual interesting uh, draft pick. All right, the New York Jets, at number two, they took Zach Wilson, and then they traded up at number 14 to absolutely nag Elijah Vera Tucker, stealing Elijah Moore in the second, Stealing Michael Carter in the fourth, getting Michael Carter the second. Because, yeah, they drafted two Michael Carters in the fifth. And then, yeah, that's it. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, I'm just going to get this out of the way. Zach Wilson is not has always advertised. I think he was good because he went to BYU. He was not good in big games. He was not good in the game against, um, what was the team again? I forgot. Uh, yeah, I forgot too. Like, like he was bad at, at like in big games. Even though he, he's basically like the Josh Allen of this class. Uh-huh. Like you don't like he's basically the biggest boom, like high risk, high reward prospect. Yep. Elijah Bear Tucker was again the smarter and safer pick in my opinion, and it looked pretty good. And uh, was he anchor on that USC, USC offensive line? Or was it UFC? <laughs> Elijah Moore, a very speedy wide receiver, in my opinion. The, the third best wide receiver behind Tutu Atwell and Jalen Waddle. Like, very good. And, and also could be a good returner. And that's all I'm going to say about the Jets. And I'm going to give them a B-. All right. So, um... I'm going to give him way better than a B minus on you that. Um, but, yep, with their first round pick, y'all knew it was coming, and they took Zach Wilson. Not surprising at all. Again, he's literally, as you advertise, high risk, high reward. Yeah, he's, I think he's going to struggle a little bit, and then I think he's going to shine a little bit. It's basically going to be that. Zach Wilson... Irish high reward player. Hey, maybe he'll turn out into something well, though. Elijah Vera Tucker, arguably, again, the steal of the first round. I mean, was without a doubt the best offensive guard I mean, by far. And, well, got him as a steal for the Jets. Elijah Moore, the fact he fell to the second, that's crazy. And my number four overall receiver, and the fact, again, got him in the second. Number two overall pick. Easy, easy value right there. And then last one I'll talk about is Michael Carter, the running back uh, <laughs> from North Carolina. Him and Javante Williams, I mean, we all know about them. They were just beasts there in North Carolina. Carrying the offense whenever Sam Howell was there as well, just shining. I mean, that North Carolina offense, reason they did go this well, I mean, this year. And, well... Jets, I'm going to give you a uh, B plus. All right, let's go to the Philadelphia Eagles. All right. You're right. The Philadelphia Eagles. All right. So they had the number 12, yeah, 12 pick, and then they traded up. I mean, I don't get how they traded the Cowboys. Yep, they traded up with the Cowboys to select wide receiver out of Bama, <laughs> Devontae Smith. 
And then in the second, getting Landon Dickerson. And I mean, I really don't see anything here to mention. So Kobe Stevens. I guess yeah, you can too. Okay, so I'll go first because I know this is your team, so I, I want you to spend the most time on it. So Devonte Smith, my number three receiver. I mean. So much as I want to hate this, I can't. This is a phenomenal receiver right here. The Heisman winner. And I think, honestly, very well deserved. He really deserved the Heisman this year. First wide receiver winning it in, man, I don't know how many years. It's Desmond Howard. Yeah, Desmond Howard. I don't know how many years. He had phenomenal year. Phenomenal year that Devontae Smith had this year. A lot of it, I guess you can say, is from Jalen Waddle not playing, but I think he would have still averaged really good numbers if Jalen Waddle was there. I mean, this guy's a phenomenal receiver. I'm, uh, I, I don't like that he went here at all. And now I'll talk about Landon Dickerson. Um, really, the, I don't see him as the number one center. I think that goes to Creed Humphrey, but Landon Dickerson, I mean. He had, like, an amazing heart over there at Alabama. Like, he was giving you 100% every single play. Like, you could just see it on the field. If you watch the Bama games, especially during the bowl games, like, you just saw it there, especially whenever he uh, tore his ACL. I mean, he literally came out on the final down. I mean, the heart of a warrior. And, well, I, I expect Philly will enjoy that. And then I'll just talk about Jacoby Stevens. Uh... Ooh, really good pick for them in the sixth round. The hybrid safety out of LSU. And, all right, I'm just going to give him my grade. And my grade for the Eagles, I'm going to give him a solid B. All right, I'll make you right. my draft reaction. Thank you, Jerry Jones. Thank you. This is probably going to be the first and the last time I'm going to say this on the podcast. Like, thank you. Like, sincerely thank you. Because if we didn't get get Devonta Smith, then it would have fell into the to the horrible people, also known as the the, the Giants. Oh yeah, I forgot they're right after y'all. Yes, and that would they would literally would have picked them. And I was I was afraid that <laughs> that it was gonna be a classic Howie pick where it was gonna make me wanna wanna um, make me wanna cry. That was gonna be that 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 was gonna be that Howie pick, but it wasn't. And um, I'm happy that Devontae Smith was here. Like he feels a need, and this offense is honestly kind of intriguing now. With, with all that speed, it was like Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, Jalen Rager, Devontae Smith, and then you got Dallas Goddard. Like the offense is kind of intriguing. And then then we got like Landon Dickerson, which. I'm kind of still a little upset about that because we did not Jeremiah Wusu Karamoa. But it's fine. It's fine. Liam Dickerson's a good center. And then Kobe Stevens, the hybrid, the hybrid linebacker safety, which he is going to play linebacker for, for the Eagles. And uh, I think it's just going to be depth, depth along with probably, probably get some reps behind Alex Singleton. But I'm going to give the Eagles a B plus. All right. We move on to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh in the first round drafting Alabama's running back Najee Harris. 
And then in the second, snagging Pat Fryermuth, the tight end out of Penn State. And then getting, again, my opinion, a top five steal of the draft in Quincy Roche out of Miami. <laughs> All right. Well, Pitt, well the Steelers, um, we all thought that they, they should have took offensive line or probably maybe defense and this was all before they cut Dave the Cash show, which that was stupid. As you can I think you can agree with me on that. Yeah, I, I at first thought it was, but then I realized and then I saw like he actually was really badly injured and, and like was thinking about retiring. So I, I I understand why now. I mean they got Trey Turner, which didn't make the Pro Bowl, so I guess it's good okay. Mm-hmm. But Najee Harris was unstoppable along with Devonta Smith. Like they were both an unstoppable duo. Like he really like kind of looked like Derrick Henry, and I know it's a stretch, but to me he did look like that. Like easily the best running back in the class. Pat Fryermuth, like like a good tight end, has some good size, a big guy. <laughs> um, he can he can make some catches, and then yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give the Steelers. This is pretty bad, in my opinion. I'm, I'm gonna give the Steelers a C plus. All right. Even though I don't really like taking running backs early, or just running backs in general, I think they're really replaceable. I mean, Najee Harris is so good. He's so good as a running back. Man, this comparison is Derrick Henry, and I really think he can live up to that. If he gets the reps, then. Najee Harris is going to be something special to watch in Pittsburgh. Is James Conner still there, or did they release him? They released him. He's a Cardinal. Oh, yeah, you're right. He is a Cardinal. Okay. But, yeah. Well, he gets all the carries now, and I think he's probably going to have a good chance to win Offensive Rookie of the Year just because he's a running back, and he's going to give up a lot of yards. All right, now talk about Pat Fryermer. Um, I remember the Cowboys thinking about taking him in the second. Uh, they didn't. I thought he wouldn't have been bad to get at all. Really lengthy, tall, tight end. Big, strong. I mean, sure, I wouldn't have minded this at all. But whatever, the Steelers get him. And, well, good pick for them. Steelers, y'all get a solid C+. Plus. Okay, should, should we even discuss the Seahawks? Because look at this. It's really bad. Three picks in total. Okay, let's just say we get. Let's just say they get an F and they don't have a first because because of the Jamal Adams deal. Yep, I don't mind the Dwayne Eskin Eskrinch pick that much, but still, it wasn't that good of a pick. F. All right. Major F, and we'll move on. All right, to San Fran. All right. Now, obviously, we made a blockbuster move I guess you can say a lot of trading and all that getting up to number three overall to take the quarterback of the future Trey Lance wow out of North Dakota State and even getting Trey Sermon in the third really good pick for them and then I even like Elijah Mitchell in the sixth really surprised he felt in the sixth all right well but 
the 49ers they like it before the draft we it was we all we all knew it was gonna be quarterback but it was gonna be between mac jones and trey lance i lean towards mac jones i think adam also leaned towards mac jones yeah i did uh-huh. yeah i did we both leaned towards mac jones and we were wrong and it was trey lance and and we and i think you can agree with this as well the better the better pick and prospect by far I, mean, I, I think I think you can also say that this is also like another high risk high reward guy as well. Yeah, he did play at a D two school. Yeah. Yeah, he played at D two along with along with Carson Wentz. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Um. Trey, okay. Trey Lance. Um. He plays a to me. He looks like, a lot like Josh Allen. Josh Allen, because um, big arm, but always, but sometimes not accurate. And yep. and I think okay, I think he he's he was like the better pick than from Mac Jones. I think and that's pretty obvious. And then Trey Sermon broke out late in the year to be a good running back, and then sadly got hurt. I think so, right? Yeah, he got hurt. Yeah, but he still got he still got picked, which he, he should be happy about that. And yeah, I'm gonna give the 49ers some. Um, a B minus, no a C. A C. Yeah, all right. Trey Lance. Hi, oh, man. I love this pick. I love Trey Lance out of this class, man. My quarterback number three behind Lawrence and Wilson. And wow, Trey Lance was such a good prospect. I like to watch him on tape a lot. I think he hit the nail on the head whenever you compared him to Josh Allen. I think that's exactly how he plays. Yep. Very, very strong arm. Just needs to work on the accuracy a little bit. And I think easily Kyle Shanahan can do that. And I'm telling you, if he starts, if he starts um, week one somehow, which I don't think he's going to, but if Jimmy G somehow gets hurt again, or Trey Lance comes in at the halfway point or a couple weeks in, that is my offensive player of the year. I mean, offensive rookie of the year right there. I think Trey Lance has a good shot of winning it right there. Maybe a hot take if you want to say that, but I, I just think Trey Lance is going to be a really good player, especially paired with Kyle Shanahan. All right, really? And then I'll talk about Trey Sermon. Uh, quick, really good running back. Again, broke out. At the end of the year, really good year for him. And well, Niners get him. I mean, more depth to have. Niners, y'all get a B plus for me. Right, let's go to Tampa. So, Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ah, uh, yeah. Just uh, nothing really. Okay, getting, it was just saying, okay. Joe Tryon. Yeah. Like, he was an okay prospect, but not really too surprising. And then, according to you, Adam, Kyle Trash. Trash. Yeah, I don't like Kyle Trash. Kind of yeah, I, I, I think you, I think, to be honest, I'd rather have him over Mac Jones, too, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I, I, all right, let's just say, um, okay, D minus for the, for the Bucks. Um, I think the Bucks are going to get a D. Yeah. All right, Tennessee to our second last team. They pulled the trigger on Caleb Farley right here. Be surprised that they went with him. I mean, they need defense. I mean, still, I mean, their defense is awful. But Caleb Farley, 
the cornerback out of Virginia Tech. He was definitely a top three cornerback in the draft when healthy. Probably still is. But, man, when healthy, he's probably top two. I mean, I mean Caleb Farley was phenomenal at Virginia Tech, especially when healthy. I loved watching him play. Unfortunately, the injuries in the back has just got to him, and it's been unfortunate for him. I like the Monty Rice pick as well, and I love the Dylan Redunds pick. I think that's how you pronounce it. The North Dakota offensive tackle. I love that pick for them. All right, so wait, you didn't grade. Oh. Um, Tennessee, I'll get a B minus. All right. The Titans, they took, they took Caleb Farley, which in my opinion probably has the highest ceiling out of all the corners in this draft. I know it's a hot take, but I think it's a high, high ceiling, ceiling because... Because in my opinion, he looked so good when he was healthy. Like again, with all the injuries, just really unfortunate for him. And then, and then I guess I think he had a bad pro day as well, right? Um, I don't think he participated. Oh, uh, he, he and he didn't participate in the in the pro days, which tanked the stock as well, a lot as well. And I think times have someone special if he's healthy. And and Dylan Redone's like a good tackle, and then Rashad Weaver I think was was a good steal, and and criminally crim, criminally underrated in my opinion. Like I think he's very good. Let me give the Titans a, a B. Right, let's move on to the final team, the Washington Football Team. I think, and I hate to say it, but they got a good player in Jamin Davis and Sam Cosme in the second. I love I love those two picks for the football team. Jamin Davis, I was really, really high on. I thought he would, might have gone earlier than 19, and I wouldn't have been surprised. But, wow, Jamin Davis is just an amazing player. I'm really sad and really scared he's going. To the football team with already a good defense. And then Sam Cosme, not talking about because we'll put words again. 6'6, 314. Really, really good athlete. Well, Cosme was, he's always been a, a very good left tackle for Texas. I mean, protecting Ellinger this whole time. And, well, I'm just glad he got drafted, especially in the second round. And my grade, uh, football team, y'all get a uh, uh, B. Plus. All right, to our last to our last grade for the year until next year. Jamin Davis was, in my opinion, probably probably the second best linebacker behind Jeremiah Wusukarmo in terms of talent. Because, like, man, he he was he is easily the best, most athletic and and the best um, and best run stopper in my opinion in this draft. Like, he looks so good, like so good in tape. Like, in my opinion, looked better than Micah Parsons. I know it's a hot take, but. In my opinion, he looked better, and I, I I think he'd be very a very good addition to the football team and to that amazing defense. And and I think he'd be good. Sam Cosby, another another good pick, big guy, six six, you're under fourteen, like like good good size as well. And I, I and I'm gonna give the football team a, I'm gonna give him a B. And and now we're done with um the draft grades and this is all actually wait I, I just I just realized this we forgot to we need to mention this right now Julio Jones got traded to the Titans okay. yeah he did uh-huh. 
Yeah, we're just gonna say this right now. We, like that, that, like really, you're gonna offer that for Julio Jones? Yeah, the Falcons. Uh, yeah, they got robbed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like AJ Brown, AJ Brown, Derrick Henry, and Julio Jones on the offense. I'll try and see if I remember this. He changed his number to number two because one plus one equals two. And then two times 11 equals 22. Yeah, that's why he changed it. Because you got to deal with number two, Julio, number 11, AJ, and number 22, Derek Henry. Mm. Really interesting for them. All right. I, I, yeah. think, this, I, I think this puts them back in the, this puts them back in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, they got to work on that defense, though. I mean, that defense is so bad still. Their yeah. offense is going to be phenomenal for sure. Yeah. All right, and that's the end of the episode, guys. And as you can tell, this was all NFL-related. And next episode, which we're going to be recording, I think, pretty, like, most likely tomorrow night, if I'm correct about that one, if we're uh, if we're not tired. But... We're gonna, we should be recording. We we should be recording that like tomorrow night. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil any of the topics. But if you want all the NBA stuff, go watch. Go watch. Go watch the next episode tomorrow night that we're gonna release. All right. Well, this was the end of the podcast, and this was a ride. I'll say that. <laughs> it's fun. It was fun coming it was, back. Yeah, it's definitely good to be back. And you know, I'm I'm not gonna do the typical outro right now. I'm just gonna. I'm, uh, we should we just end off with. Just thank, just wish to end off with a thank you. Thank you. Just thank you for being here, for, for you guys being here for for over a year and consistently watching us. We thank all of you for who, who watch us, men or women. We, we don't we, we don't discriminate around here, right? <laughs> yeah. Why do you say? Why do you laugh? Because <laughs> you we don't discriminate. <laughs> 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 anyway, thank you so much. Yeah, thank yeah, thank yeah, thank yeah, thank you guys so much for watching and this is Adam. I mean John <laughs> and Adam. <laughs> this is this is Alright, this is John, just a John Contreras. And Adam Garcia. This is Swartz Even signing off. <laughs>